Listening to Free Your Inner Guru, a podcast for big hearted leaders making a meaningful impact in the world. We dive deep into conversations about conscious leadership, choosing a life of personal growth, spirituality, where self help fits into it all in a healthy way so that you can connect to your inner wisdom and become the leader you want to see in the world. And conscious creative leaders are very, very needed right now. I'm your host, Laura Tucker, and today we're going to explore why the word pivot has earned a very special status in my mind and heart. Before I get into it, though, I have a couple of opportunities to share with you. Um, there are they are opportunities to receive some support in the Free Your Inner Guru community. First and foremost, the last several weeks I've been hosting free Zoom calls um, once or twice a week. And uh, it's just been such a fabulous experience in the midst of all this disruption to gather together with other leaders and share about where we are in our life and our business and how we're relating to all of this abrupt change. Um, These people that I've had the great good fortune to hang out with on Zoom and facilitate the conversations, um, they're just so gracious and thoughtful, intelligent, kind, full of empathy, all the values um, of being creative and conscious in the world. So if that sounds like something that you would benefit from, please come out. I'll put a link in the show notes and um, and you can just click on over, sign up. I've got them you know, earlier in the day on Fridays and one other time in the evenings to be able to be accessible. The second is our Patreon community is evolving right as I speak. And, uh, and so there's opportunities for you to engage with us a little differently there. And by us, that was the Royal us. I mean, me anyways, um, I won't bother editing that out, but, uh, yeah, so there's the opportunity to support the podcast and my writing and my photography. I've dropped an article on the Patreon and into my blog on the daily letters about what's all been going on with me during this period. And the community that is evolving out of these Zoom calls is inspiring me to continue on with this underneath the Patreon umbrella and membership. But first and foremost, come and check out one or two or as many as you need free free Zooms. Um, so pivot, let's get to it. Um, before I really, um, it, this may be a rant, I'm going to warn you, but there's a few things that I just want to lay out and is why this is just on my mind today so much. So first of all, we, I want to suggest to you that our words matter. Um, our words really, really matter. The words that come out of our mouths, the words that we think in our heads, um, they say a lot about us. We create every single moment with them inside of us and outside of us, and we communicate our intent with our words, as well as our values. It's not just about the thoughts. There's just so much power in our words. Second thing is that life itself is more or less an exchange of words um, as human beings. And it's a a self-awareness journey. And the more self-aware you can become, and I don't mean like self-aware, self-conscious, 
as far as being shy and having lacking self-esteem. I mean, quite the opposite. I'm out, I mean, developing self-awareness as a skill um, that can be um, used to distinguish yourself in the future and now from, first of all, artificial intelligence, but also to make an impact and to be able to show up in full empathy for other people and figure out how to serve them. And this is a a very powerful um, way of being, especially for leaders. The third thing to lay the landscape out here, um, there are people who are trying to separate you from your money, who are inauthentic and use smarmy tactics to persuade and influence you to do what they want you to do. And how do they do that? Well, they do that with their words. And finally, some things are just cringeworthy. So let's roll time back to March of 2020. Seems like a really long time ago. This is the first week of May. And in North America anyways, and I do know that there are European listeners and listeners around the world. So actually, I'm just going to backtrack because you might be, I get asked by my friends in Europe, what do you mean when I use expressions like smarmy? Because that's, I don't even know if it's really a word. Um, gross, off-putting, they make you feel creepy inside. They make you just uncomfortable in your body. And uh, and that's really super important because our higher instincts often communicate to us through our bodies and so when something is just cringeworthy, we should probably pay attention as to why we think that is or where why we sense that is. So enter COVID-19. Society is dramatically, maybe even permanently altered. We, it has been dropped on all of humanity like a stink bomb. This tiny little organism comes along and hobbles us. Every single thing in society, from getting your food to receiving health care for just the normal things, whether they're urgent or not, fundamentally shifted. I can't even imagine where someone would have to be right now to not be affected by the pandemic. It's a shock, it's arbitrary. It has divided us and polarized us along many lines that have in some ways have to do with the value of our contribution in the world um, in essential services, but not in our value as human beings. And certainly um, many valuable people providing valuable services um, and products have been told to sit down uh, while this thing flattens out. And um, along comes a phrase, pandemic pivot. Now, the first time I saw pandemic pivot in one of my social media feeds, I had an extremely adverse reaction. Like I wanted to throw up, quite frankly. And the first thought I had was, oh God, here we go. We're going to cute our way around this. We're going to use alliteration as if it is some kind of a superpower 
to grab attention? And what is your pandemic pivot going to be? Now we'll just go back to point three or four to which was there are people in this world who are trying to separate you from your money who are inauthentic and use these cringeworthy tactics to persuade and influence. That's where my mind went. And there's a reason for it. It was so early. Um, it was what I refer to as a bypass and, uh, and in more esoteric conversations, a spiritual bypass. It's skipping over all of the steps right to some kind of a solution. Now, my context for the word pivot may be a little bit different than you might expect. When I hear pivot, I don't think about, oh, um, like if you Google pivot or you go on a stock photography site and type in the word pivot, Pivot is actually a piece of equipment in agriculture and irrigation. So that was fun because one of my favorite photos I've ever taken is of a big, huge um, irrigator on the fields in Kelowna. So it looked really familiar to me. And um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But that's not what I'm after here. Um, my first context for the word pivot was playing basketball as a kid. Now, I didn't play basketball much, and I don't claim to be a basketball aficionado, although I did jump on the Toronto Raptor bandwagon hard and high last year. Um, To me, when I hear pivot, I imagine somebody catching a ball, grabbing onto it, coming to a standstill, and then abruptly changing direction in order to go for the hoop or the pass or evade or whatever. So not a basketball, not even a sports conversation here, but there's just something about it that isn't landing well in terms of how it's being used online. And I do think that there's something to this. So I went and I looked up hashtag pandemic pivot. And what I saw, um, I'll start with Instagram Last week, when I was drafting up an article that I was going to write about this, there were 127 uses of the hashtag pandemic pivot. And uh, and I was looking for hashtags to use on one of my posts. And I thought, well, look, I'm not sure I want to put myself into that hashtag. And I was thrilled, actually, to see that it had only been used 127 times. It's hardly trending. And now this week, 139, so 12 times. Um, Free your inner guru hashtag is probably doing better than that, that, to be honest. And then on Twitter, maybe one a day. Now, if you look through this hashtag, there are some services and people there that look like they're providing some legitimate things. But for the most part, I think what happened there was people raced to use it and then either didn't get the response they were looking for or heard from people who might have cared about them that, hey, cut the shit, because it hasn't. So those are all of my reasons, and I have a suggestion to make to you. Um, Not to you, just pardon me. I'm clicking because I want to share 
a text stream with uh, a good friend of mine. I don't want this to be too confusing because her first name is Laura as well. So we were, uh, for um, brevity, I will refer to me, Laura Tucker, as LT, and her, Laura Ambrosic, as LA. So LT to LA here. So I saw one of her posts on Instagram, and not Instagram, on LinkedIn, and I wanted to amplify it because she's got a great service. She's got a great printing company. They have a great product too. It, it really looks awesome to put um, hand sanitizers into workplaces. And I was reading her post and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, please don't, please don't. And she didn't. Thank God. So I texted her because the very first comment was about, you know, if there's your pivot and they even used a capital P. So I, this is the text. OMFG, if I hear pivot one more time, not you, the first comment, LA, why does everyone hate that word? What else do you call it? You're not the first in conversation that I've had about this distaste for the word. LT, that's me, to LA, alliteration, pandemic pivot, barfing emoji. And it implies a 180. I've got a post written on it, but it may be a little too soon. LA to LT. I'm not offended by the term. What would be a better word? Me. Back to her. Change, adapt, shift, innovate, improve, evolve, create. I got an LOL back on that. Like, well, because I'm a human thesaurus, I think. Um, but like, if you were so far off that you have to change your entire direction, were you going in the right direction in the first place? Still me. Fuck it. I'm going to do a podcast about it. LA to LT. I just like the word from one of my favorite friends episodes. Pivot, pivot, all in caps. I don't remember that one. Me. Looking it up. And it's the one with the couch going up the stairs. And it's hilarious. But if you watch that now, and I'll put a link into the show notes to all, all the things I mention here. Um, having moved many couches up and down many, many stairwells, I can assure you that uh, this is a very different dynamic than a couch going up and down the stairs and the uh, the pivot in basketball. So bottom line here, why am I taking up your airspace and headspace with this. I think that we can all be more powerful in our words than just using alliteration or other tactics like that carelessly. And pandemic pivot may become something. I I don't think I'm going to change my mind about it. I think I'm still going to hear it and see it as trying to market a response to a tragedy. And that's okay if you're in the health services industry, and maybe it's okay. Like everybody needs help. Everybody, almost everybody needs to change, adapt, um, evolve, create. And thank goodness that's what we have evolved to do. We didn't pivot to do it we wouldn't have gone anywhere. We would have ended up back in the very same place as we started if we just kept pivoting all the time. So when you see pandemic pivot, or if you're 
tempted as a heartfelt, authentic human being. I'm just making the point that we don't always need to be cute about things. And maybe, just maybe, this might be a way to be able to discern who can truly help us evolve and who is interested in our evolution and interested in helping versus who's out there trying to create the next big thing or a great big hack. And while hack is a word that's been also co-opted and actually pivot, displaced it as my least favorite word, um, I don't think any of us really want to be confused for the wrong kind of hack, the one that's all about the shortcut, the one that is um, trying to serve themselves more than they're trying to serve you. And in my mind, the way this lands for me, at least at this point in time, is as inauthentic and unrelatable and insincere. So what are we going to do? I think that First of all, we can use our words. We're grown-ups and we have vocabularies um, that we have developed over the years. And if we don't, there is this thing called a thesaurus that is full of other words to use that are more thoughtful than the easy shortcut hack of alliteration. And uh, the other thing that we can do is if we see someone we care about using it and we're comfortable having that bigger conversation with them is perhaps suggest to them that they either come and listen to me. If uh, you don't want to have the full conversation with them, I'll take it on the chin for the team of conscious leadership. Um, And then if you see someone using it, who is insincere and inauthentic and jumps from thing to thing and is looking to capitalize on the opportunities that present, not that there's anything wrong with it at the core, we are all doing our best here. But if you have suspicion that someone is insincere, maybe don't tell them. Thank you for your patience and indulging me as I have a bit of fun with this. Um, But like I said, I don't think I'm changing my mind about the pandemic pivot any time soon. Would love to see you on uh, the Zoom calls. And I do mean literally see you. It's not a webinar. It is an open Zoom meeting. Um, registration is over on the website at lauratucker.com slash free calls. And I think in this point in time, the evolution of uh, humanity is really upon us and that we are being called to be more discerning, to do become more resourceful, to practice self-care, to cultivate a skill that oh might have been lacking, um, like patience. Um, that was me I was thinking about. But more than, than that, we are being shown by this time of isolation and polarity that human connection really, really matters. And while I cannot wait to be running around a room and giving hugs and receiving them liberally, um, Zoom can be a really wonderful spot. And uh, those calls have become my favorite hour of the week. So uh, I'm inviting you to join in and check them out. You're going to meet some awesome people. 
You want to be able to connect, engage, and uh, like we always do, um, practice empathy and uh, care for each other and give and receive support. And there is nothing more human than that. I'm Laura Tucker signing off for Free Your Inner Guru. And uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.